Welcome in to another episode of the Greatest People You've Never Met podcast. Uh, today is an uh, exciting, uh, exciting one. Uh, just going to start off by saying uh, this is episode 83. Episode 84 is the last episode at Pod Populi. Um, so if there's a little bit of a delay from 84 to 85, do not fret. Um, we're just going to do it from home. Uh, I appreciate everything Pod Populi has done, all the opportunities afforded, really getting me started in the podcast world. Um, but uh, just being that Jeff and I do one, technically two, now weekly um, from home, it's just going to be uh, just an easier transition, especially with the schedule of, of life right now. Um going from in-season to out-of-season, now it's clinic season, just a lot of busyness, and then just really being able to track people down whenever works for them and just not being set on a schedule is cool too. So um, just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, next week, um, yeah, next week will be the last episode 84, so the last one there. So um excited for that. But uh, joining me today for the first time on this podcast and for most of you hearing in the world, my fiance, Tawny Cave, Tonbon, welcome to the pod. Thank you. Although it's not my first time. Well, it's my first time. correct. First time as a fiance. Um, so exciting. Uh, pretty memorable experience. Do you want to? Share the story with the world. I kind of feel like halfway about this, but to be honest, I felt like this is we we're gonna obviously we're gonna share it to the world because that's what you do in twenty twenty three. But I feel like podcasting has become such a big part of our life, um, and it was um, you wrote a really nice card to me, not knowing that I wrote a really nice card to you on the last football game. And you said like the football was getting to know me before or again, without really, you know, whatever, however you said that I'm butchering it, but you said you got to, yeah. I said that it was fun to get to know you over again in a different way because I didn't know you truly didn't know you until you started coaching football. Now I feel like I know all of you. That's it. So, um, but we've had this for most of the time. We've been together almost a year. I mean, I started the pod a year after I moved here. I think almost to the day. I think if we look back, I moved to Scottsdale April 9th of 21. I think April, right around there, April 9th, 10th. It might have been April 11th. It was my sister's birthday because I remember we drove home and we called her and she was new mom. And I remember we were just coming back through the canyon. And so almost two years or excuse me, a year to the day of me being here, we released the first episode of GPYNM and how crazy that's been. But um, 
we've had, I mean, you've gotten help give me some guests and obviously made all the social media stuff, which we need to be back on and better about now that football's over. But I just felt like this was not only a good way to share with everybody, but the thing that I've been so thankful of, and you've said, whether it's Ben Graham or my dad or whoever I've had on, you've always said, it's so cool that you get to have those forever. I think that this one is going to be the same thing that I think it's, it's, it's something that is super unique. Obviously we're not the only, you're not the only person to have a fiance that does a podcast, but to most of the people in our circle, this is uniquely ours. And so to share our story like this, um, just fun, just fun. So do you want to tell it or do you want me to? I think we can kind of add our own tidbits because I haven't really gotten to hear it from your side. I feel like I've just been telling. So why don't you start us off with kind of how it came about? Okay. Um, so how it came about is that I've known I was going to do it for a long time, Ton, actually. <laughs> um, so I got the ring in... I bought the ring in, I want to say, August or September. Um, got a, It's cool. You like it? Okay. She loves it, if you didn't hear. Um, but I got it in October. It came. So I got a custom-made one. But I've had it for a while. Um, I was going to ask your mom and John when they came to week one, the Tucson game, but we, I didn't really get a chance to hang out with them that weekend. They, we didn't get film like at all. So we watched their game on a stream. It just was a crappy weekend and it didn't work out. And so, um, we, I just didn't get any alone time with them. And then your dad came for the Valley game. And I had always told you that I'd have to sneak away to Farmington without you knowing. So I could ask everybody and you're like, you never would. And it just worked out that they came almost back-to-back weekends. There was a little bit, I think your, yeah, your dad came and then my dad and then they came. And so, um, yeah, I, I asked your dad, um, in again, in the middle of, I was obviously game planning and do all that stuff. And Jimmy was here for the weekend and, uh, I just, uh, I never really had any time because you were trying to keep your dad busy so I could work, um, essentially. And, uh, you, we were going, where did we go? Buck and Ryder that night? Yeah. And so, um, you guys had ran out during the day cause I did, I had coaches meeting Sunday morning. So I came back and I was finishing up some game plan stuff and some stuff for Monday. And then, um, you're like, I'm going to get in the shower. And I was like, okay, finally. And then I walked in, I went in the living room cause I was ready. And then as soon as you went in, your dad came in here and to, so we're recording from our spare bedroom where my kind of like half office is set up and your dad came in here. I was like, of course, like I'm nervous as shit. And I told the guys that I coach with, um, because we played Valley that night. And it was a fun game. We started super hot. 
And it was just a fun experience. I'm glad your dad got to come to that. And then everybody, obviously the game didn't go as we wanted. And the coaches all wanted to go out. And I was like, oh, I can't. I'm, And then I told them what I was doing. And then I remember Sunday morning um, at the thing, they had asked if I had done it yet. And I said, no, not yet. <laughs> and so I said, we're going to dinner tonight. So I hope to. Um so I did then, and then, um, so I did, and your dad was, huh? Yeah, I asked him Sunday night while you were in the shower, yes. Um, and he was super excited, and um, it was cool. Um, just the things that he said to me, it made me feel good. Um, and then um, last weekend, were your mom and John here last weekend? Two weeks ago. Yeah, so they were here for... They came back. They wanted to see a home game. Came to Ironwood. Um, fun night. And I never, I never wanted to do it on a football field. Like that was, like I thought I did one time, and I was like, no, I never. The only way I think I would have done it on the football field is that if we would have won like the state title this year, and then I would have got a ring, and then you could add one. But even then, so cheesy, you know. <laughs> um, but it just wasn't ever my thing, and I hadn't been able to ask them yet and so again game planning unfortunately we were down to backup quarterback almost backup everything going into last week we finally got a win and i just i went to sunday meetings and i was like honestly i'm not going to change much like i just want him to be comfortable you know and and we didn't we we changed a little things we knew what they would do so i was done quicker and I was done with my stuff on Saturday, I guess, was when I got together with them. Um, but uh, I had waited almost two hours for a Chipotle burrito, and then I didn't get that. And then your mom called, and they were going to—they wanted to go look at cars, and it was just funny. We got to this, like, car lot, and it's like a luxury car lot. <laughs> And there's G-Wagons and Porsches everywhere. And then your mom's like, we're looking for a Saturn. And I was like, what? It just is a, it's, it's just going to be a core memory of the day. And then I had my backpack with me just to kind of make it look like, you know, in case I had some time, if we hung out longer, I would work on football stuff. And then we got back to the hotel and you were, we had just left you. Essentially, we went to see you at um, at work, and then we ate at AJ's, and they were staying at the Plaza, so not very far away. But you were done with work at four, and we were having lunch at like two thirty, three o'clock. And I was like, "Time is really ticking here on just me time to be able to ask this." And they stayed at the Plaza because they brought the dog, and then. Um, John was going to take Sheba out for a walk and we got back and I was like, Hey, before you do, I have a question to ask you. And your mom was like, you do. And just kind of like, just her answer. Like, I think like, obviously they knew, you know what I mean? Like you say it like that. I think they knew. And then I pulled the ring out of my backpack and then your mom cried a lot. And then John was super happy and excited and, you know, he's like, I can get behind that, whatever. Um, it's just funny to to do it and to see everybody's excitement. And um, then I started telling you, like, 
Because you always give me hints or like, I'm patiently waiting. You know, you say things like that to me or you would say things like that to me all the time. And then you, uh, I just told you one night when you were washing your face, because the only thing your mom told me was make sure she has her ring or her nails done. And so I didn't want you to not have them done. So I was like, how am I going to be like, hey, stay on top of your nails? You know, because I didn't really. And because both your your mom and uh, John and your dad, they all asked when I was going to do it. And I really didn't know. I had no idea. And then. Um, so then after. So um, I just told you, I said, there's a ring here. I said, you don't know what you don't know. And it's so funny to me. And you're like, what do you mean? And I said, there's a ring in this house. And you said, I will tear this motherfucker apart right now. I think was your exact words. And then in all hilariousness, I kept it two feet from you the entire time. I kept it in my bedside table because I knew if you were to snoop, people never look in the most obvious places, right? Like, you lose your phone every day, and it's on the kitchen counter or the bathroom counter. You can never find it. But you never check those places. So, we, uh, so yeah, I kept it right there. And then, I mean, do you want me to keep going into the whole story, and then you can interject? Okay. So, um, so then my birthday came, which was last Wednesday, November 8th, turned a whole 32 years old, crazy, um, rolling on my 33rd trip around the sun is insane to me. Anywho, I just woke up that day and I just decided I was going to do it. I just didn't want to, I didn't know what to do or how to do it. And I just was like, I'm going to do it. And then I went down for a meeting that the people ended up canceling, like, right as I pulled in the parking lot. So I just made a couple more stops for work that day because I was so, like, anxious. I went to a warehouse for a little bit and to corporate for a little bit. And everybody's like, happy birthday, happy birthday. And I was like, thank you. And then, so, I mean, I mean, I literally was probably home by noon. And I was just, like, I just was kind of sitting here doing, like, emails and stuff. In all reality, I was just thinking about it all day. And I was like, I don't know if I should do it. And I was just so back and forth, like, all day on if I should or I shouldn't. And then I just listened to some music and stuff that made me think of you. And then I was like, yeah, okay, today's the day. And then it's just funny, like, different things happen. Like, just that make like, kind of are almost like, yeah, it's supposed to happen today. Um, Nikki Bramer had texted me happy birthday and Nikki is also a jeweler and I know she's listening to this so she'll appreciate the shout out but she had told me for a while like when I was ready to buy a ring to call her and she would help me pick one which also funnily enough when I sent her the picture um, the other day she she was like is that a pepper diamond on a rose gold band and I was like Okay. Um, yeah. So, 
Um, but she had texted me and I never texted her back. She's like, I found a, a ring that I think is gorgeous. I wonder if Tawny would like it or however she said it, whatever. But it was just funny that she texted that on my birthday and I was shitting bricks all day as if I was going to do it. And our plan was to just, I mean, I think, well, we've spent three of my birthdays together. We've gone to Roosters for Wings, Grimaldi's, and then Roosters for Wings this year. So pretty simple birthday dinner guy. And uh, we went to Roosters, and then you were you were like, do you want to go to the casino? Or Yeah. So I wanted to know the lead-up because I didn't get to hear – or. I shouldn't say didn't get to hear. We haven't really talked about like all of the things going on in your head, right? For all of it. So it's fun to hear it. I did get a little teary eyed there for a second. Um, so if you know anybody who knows you knows that you're like pretty low key for the most part. And I know that you don't, not that you don't like attention because you kind of love attention but like in the birthday sense I've always known that you're not like big birthday guy I kind of realized that when I threw you this big secret 30th birthday party and then I had to tell you about it and then still make it a surprise and anyway it's just so on brand for you (laughs) to have done it on your birthday but I think all week, I was like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And you're like, I don't know, I don't know, And I know that you say that you woke up and you're like, I'm going to do it today. But you, it's so funny. So my boss was at the shop that day while I was at work. And you had tried to call me twice in a row and you sent me a text message. And she comes, I was in the back or whatever, and she comes running up with my phone. She's like, Tony Ben tried to call you, like, I, you know, and... I called you. I was like, hey, is everything okay? And you're like, oh, no, it's all good. Like, I was just calling to see what you're doing. But her and I both were like, oh, my gosh, like, why would he call twice in a row and, like, text? Like, there must be something. So after she heard that we got engaged, she said, I had this weird feeling. Like, I wonder if he's going to propose to her. Like, she's like, I just got this weird feeling because it was like a nervous energy. (laughs) So anyway, um, I've been bothering you all day about where you wanted to go pig wings I'm like okay cool that's easy and the whole time I'm like what's wrong are you okay what's going on with you because I knew there was something on your mind and I almost thought that maybe you just had like birthday blues you know you're a little sad birthdays are hard sometimes especially when you get older you're like no I'm good like life is just good and I'm just happy it's like okay you know whatever so then you're like well you do you want to go to the casino I'm like well do you want to go to the casino So it was fun to kind of like go and get out, do something that we enjoy. So when we got to the casino, I said, hey, I'm going to run to the bathroom. Wait for me. You didn't wait for me. I come out and I'm like, where is he? And you're already at a machine. You're like waving your arm all big. I come over and I think you were already, what, $40 down? Down. You were down. Yeah. And you just kept hitting this button. Like, to the point where I was like, we should walk away. And you're like, no, Ton, it's going to hit. And I was like, I don't think it is, but that's okay. So, you know, maybe 10 minutes and you're out $100. The first one, it did get us close to back to even. Okay. 
Because I did hit a little bit, and then so I walked out like 25 bucks down. I was like, okay, now we walk away from this machine. Okay, my apologies. Then we go to the next machine, and you blew through that on the Little Shop of Horrors machine, which is probably not the best machine with our track record. But so did you, you went through another $100 on that one. Wait, no. Spent a hundred and then I put another hundred in because we were, cause it was spinning. And remember it was like all the girls was like 500 bucks or whatever. And it was like, I had four lines of them and it was close. And we kept saying, Oh, so close. And I was like, fuck it. Another hundred. Okay. So all of this to say, we go to another machine, $200 down and end up losing another hundred dollars. <laughs> And I think we were there, what, 30 I mean, maybe 45 minutes max. Like, not there very long. And I also blew through $100, but I was like, well, I mean, I guess if he's going to do it like that, I'm going to do it like that. And I, I just had, I mean, obviously no idea. So anyway, we get in the car, and I'm like, are you good? Are you okay? Because I'm like, he never would just blow through $300 like this. Like, something has got to be on his mind. Like, something's going on. And I asked you, are you going to talk to me about your feelings? And you said, maybe someday, but not right now. <laughs> I will never forget that because it's so funny. So we get home, and you're opening your gifts. and. Not that I've ever been nervous about getting you something because I feel like I know you well enough now, especially to like know what you like. So you got a hat and a couple of T-shirts and some candy. And not that you weren't excited. Again, I could just you you were just off. And I was like, damn, like if you don't like the shirt, like I can return it. It's no big deal. And when you open the card, you immediately just started reading what I wrote. And I was like, no, like read the whole card, like read the card. Because what I wrote had to do with the card. So you, know, you got a little teary-eyed, and I thought it was sweet. And we hugged, kissed, said, I love you. And I said, I'm going to go put my comfy pants on. I had worked all day. I had, you know, was tired, um, full from dinner. We lost a lot of money. <laughs> and so I was just ready to put my comfy pants on and go to bed. And you said, no, don't. And I was like, ugh. Like, I'm thinking to myself, like, what? Like, what do you want? And I, I think I said to you, like, what? <laughs> and you're like, no, just don't. Just wait. Hold on a second. And you came into the guest room. And I kind of, like, rolled my eyes. And I walked away because I'm like, oh, I'm going to go put my comfy pants on. Like, that's annoying. And I heard you open the nightstand in the guest room. And I, my mind didn't connect. But I was like, what are you doing? And I heard you walking out. So I turned around to look at you. And you had big old tears in your eyes. And I don't think my brain really understood what was happening yet. You grabbed my hand. I'm going to try not to cry. And you said, I don't think I'm supposed to do it like this, but I can't wait another minute. And that was just so sweet. And that's just, I'll never forget that. <laughs> We're both crying. <laughs> um, yeah. And I just, I think it took me a minute to like really process what was happening. Cause I just, I don't know why I had convinced myself that it was going to happen. Like, next year so it was good to be surprised and not see it coming at all and everyone's like you didn't see it coming no I didn't see it coming 
especially on your birthday. Um, yeah, it was a really sweet moment to have you and me together and to kind of sit in it because it's Sunday, right? Wow. Yeah, today is Sunday. So, and we told, you know, our closest friends and family just wanted to wait a few days to kind of let it sink in and enjoy it before, like you said, the whole world has to know, basically. So it's been a fun week. It has been. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, honestly, more low pressure than I thought. I think I just was excited. Um, I think for me, the hardest part was not that I ever thought your dad or your mom and John would say no, but I think that was just the hardest part. And then like, I don't know when I'm going to do it because I didn't. And John said, well, you'll improvise, you know, you'll know when you know, he's like, I think that's the best way to do it. And I think I really went back and forth on, you know, group of people or not. Don't cry so much. Don. Um, just a group of people or not a group of people, you know, it's, it's also tough and different. Like, you know, I'm I'm very thankful for the friends we have here and the people that we've met that are big in our lives here, but they're not the they're not, you know they're probably not gonna be the people in our wedding, you know? So it's like, okay, how do I get those people here? You know, especially me you know, me and I obviously you too, but like I think about <clears throat> you know, yeah, Ty's here and like I said, I've made great friends, you know, the A Z boys Pete and Bubba, Max, all those guys, but obviously TK's here, but then it's like, you know, the rest of my best friends not here. And it's like, I'm not going to get them here, you know? And, like, <clears throat> I think about it, like, um, I mean, Justin waited, like, 25 years to ask court. Um, Brandon, yeah, we went, it was his family and Denver's family, and he just planted as it was for Den graduating or something, I think. And then he asked her in Bergen and we were there. Nin and I were and Hank and Nin were by themselves. And then we just had a engagement party, you know? And it was like, I just kind of went off of like everybody else. You know, I've never done it before. Obviously don't want to do it again. So I just was like, I think the more I think about it, the more I wanted it to be just us. The only other way, thing I really thought of was going back to culinary. Where we had our first date and trying to do it there, but that would have been like a group of people thing, you know, like having everybody there. But I also just don't. I think, however, um, a guy chooses to do it or what you think is best for the girl that you're doing it for, right? Like, I'm also, like, kind of private and low-key that way, and I don't like attention that way. In all honesty, in all honesty, I don't know if embarrassed is the right word, but, like, I feel like if there had been a bunch of people, you're not able to feel, like, the true emotion, I think, because you're also, especially for me, like, I'm also very hyper-aware of, like, everything else that's going on and how everybody else in the room is feeling and so to have just the two of us and to stand in the kitchen and just like have a moment and not have to like 
hug a bunch of people and talk to a bunch of people and like it be a thing. It was literally just us getting to love on each other and getting to just like jump up and down in the kitchen and pour a drink and sit on the patio and just keep saying to ourselves, holy shit. Like that was so fun to just sit on the patio. I mean, we were up till what midnight. I mean, just sitting on the patio talking and I mean, not even planning just like, holy shit. I can't believe that it's here. And I, I honestly, I would not trade it for anything. I don't, I'm, I'm so glad that you did it the way that you did. And you're right. Like the, the way that you improvise or the way that you woke up and you're like, today's the day. Like, you know, when you know, and I think I, I must have sent something too. And just did obviously didn't know. Cause I'm like, what is going on? But you did a really good job. It's exactly the way that I would have wanted it. I think you probably sent something. Cause like the first year I had a birthday, I felt like everybody just texted me. And I think I was sad cause I was away from all those people, family and friends for the first time really on my birthday. And then we were back at roosters. Where I had that first birthday, and I remember, yeah, kind of birthday blues. And then, I mean, you did th- you threw the birthday party for me, everything that year, and it just was, it just felt weird because it just, yes, it was great, and like, I think I say it so nobody gets their feelings hurt, but it's just not the group of people that I thought I would have around for my thirtieth birthday. You know what I mean? Um, so, no, it was. Uh, yeah, it's very special. And then we shared it with a lizard on our wall on our patio. He just hung out with us all night. Um, shout out Four Roses for the the drink of choice after and some music and just thinking back on the almost, what, two years? Three years? Yeah, I've known you. And... uh yeah, just a lot of craziness, and uh, it's just been fun to, I don't know, I told you the other day, you're the biggest, the biggest risk I ever took, and it paid off, and I remember some people, I just not necessarily made fun of me, but just kind of made jokes, like, I was like, well, I don't know, I just feel, you know, I was thankful to meet you down here, and came down twice and visited you, and that was a big risk, getting on an airplane, sleeping in a stranger's home. Probably a big risk for you, too, letting a stranger, I mean, essentially a stranger come in, right? And um, But it's, uh, you know, it, it is a unique story, and I'm thankful for it. But then I think not that football was the deciding factor, because I know that you've always talked about someone here. Oh. You just gave a weird look to the kitchen. Um, not that football was a deciding factor, but you've always just said, like, what are you waiting for, you know? Or, like, you know that I like to have things in order. But I think for me was to just know that I can truly... Is everything okay out there? Okay. Um, <laughs> know, know that, like, I like you truly, like, you support everything. Um, and that's the th- like, I know I make jokes, I think everybody does, but um, I'm I'm I get to be me 100%, and you wouldn't have it any other way. Like, I get to 
get drunk on the internet on Fridays outside of football season with my friends. One of them's 25 feet away, and then the other the other ones are 1,500 miles away. But that's just what we do, and you just know, you know, and it's never been a thing. I've never not, you know, you've never made a big deal of me wanting to play video games or whatever, and, you know, you really allowed this season, and I know that it was tough and we miss each other. You got a small glimpse of what we hope life looks like for a long time, but you, they just there was never any doubt, you know, and it was just was nice. And, you know, when I've wanted to quit the pod different times and you said, no, keep going. And here we are. And then when we get messages from people, like I'm not going to name people, but just like, that's why I do the pod. Like when people tell me like, Hey, you're the reason I do this because I listened to your podcast. Like, it's not like it's every day, but it's probably been 10, 15 people have reached out. And that's, I mean, that's life changing shit for me, to be honest. So it just, I don't know. It was, I know it was a long time coming and people were asking when, um, not that I was waiting for anything, but we've both been through things in life and just, I mean, you get to be 30 and you date people from time to time, and you just kind of wait for it to go away, right? So, Ton just never let me leave. Tried. Tried once. Um, but it just, that it just mean I don't know. Obviously, I picked you. Congratulations, you're the winner. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it, uh, yeah, that's just been a fun ride, and excited to see where it goes, and I don't know. It's weird because it doesn't feel different, but it does. If that makes sense, like, not that we've done anything crazy to celebrate or anything, or not that we would, because I don't really feel like we're those kind of people that really just celebrate us a lot. We try to celebrate others, but it just—I don't know. It just feels. I. It feels good. Like I said, there was never a doubt. It just was. I don't know what I was waiting for. You want me to share the mic with you? Hog. It's my show. <laughs> it's our show. That's what happens when you're a fiance. It's our show now. <laughs> um, I do think to some extent it does feel different. And I'm not going to lie. I was nervous about what it would feel like when this time came. Because I didn't know, like... Is it going to feel different? Am I going to, like, I, I think because for, I mean, you know, what most girls, right, imagine, like, getting proposed to and imagine their wedding day. And that's, like, a big thing for them. And that's just never, I've never been the girl that's, like, imagined her wedding, right? And even now, I told you, I'm like, I don't want to do anything until January. Like, there are some things that I'm kind of thinking about, but, like, I'm just, I've never been that girl. And so I guess I didn't really know what I was going to think or feel or what to expect. And I just told you before we came in here to record, right? Like it just, it feels so homey in here and it feels warm and safe. And I, there's something about knowing that there is not another shoe that is going to fall. I think that is something that you and I both like in the beginning were like, yeah, like it feels really great right now, but does it stay this way forever? And it has. And I don't, I think after almost three years, like 
it's good timing. I know that there were times where I would get impatient because other people would be like, well, when's he going to do it? When's he going to do it? And I would be like, oh, well, should I be worried that he hasn't when I never doubted it? Not a day did I ever doubt that this was what was going to happen. But yeah, it's just, it's interesting now to kind of wake up and be like, oh my God, like this is like a for real thing. This is happening. Like I'm not a girlfriend. Like I'm going to wake up and two years and be a wife and that is the wildest shit like for me I just because I never like I said I never really thought about it and so for it to be here it does feel different it feels good it feels like like a a renewed like fun energy like an excited energy kind of like when you first moved here we'd like go to the pool every day and we'd be like okay well what do you want to do today together like it feels so good so no I get I get that and I think that It does, because I do feel like, I don't think at peace is the right word, but it is at peace because life is a journey. And I think, I mean, not to bore everybody with the sappiest story of all time, but shout out you for still listening 37 minutes in. Um, I just think of all the times where like, you know, a girl didn't tell or told me that I wasn't good enough. Or that, you know, whatever it was. And I was in some real weird, like, dating stages, like, especially through football. And I'd go on dates and I'd be like, sorry, married to the game. Like, I remember, I mean, several where I would I would go on a date and I'd talk to a girl. And they'd be like, oh, I just want to stay here forever. And I was like, all right, see ya. Like, that's that's a wrap. And I never gave it another shot. And then, obviously, as any man does you know you think you're super into somebody and then you think at the time that they rip your heart out of your chest and it's just like thank god for ex-girlfriends you know it's like everything i didn't want found in you and then i feel i truly feel like football was our last puzzle piece because it was the one thing of me that you had never seen like at all I know that you were really worried about how I would handle the football season. And I, I think that's why I kind of gave myself like a sense of peace, knowing that I was going to be okay with it. And I needed you to see that I was like, it's fine. We both live very busy lives. I have a full-time job and something else too. And I think that makes a big difference, but it I think it was important for you to have that that feeling of peace knowing like, okay, like she's going to come to every game. She's not going to bitch about me being at practice and being me, me being at practice late. And even though there were days where I would have a bad day and I'd be exhausted, you needed a t-shirt for four o'clock in the morning, sit in the kitchen and make you your t-shirt. So I'm glad that that happened. So I'm glad that the, I'm glad that this is the timeline like so quickly after football because I feel it's like, okay, like we, if we can get through all of this shit, like we can get through anything. Cause it was a lot. No, it was a lot. And I think, like I said, I don't want it to ever make it seem like football was the final piece, but it was just, it, I think more than anything. And I told you a million times during football, I'd never had somebody I was also committed to during football. 
that was first for me too. So as much as it was not only making sure that you were good during football, because I would give up football again for you, but just to make sure that I was good during football because it is a different, I think a lot of people sometimes really truly think of like football and Ben, like it's a hobby, you know, like it's like guys golfing on the weekend or being a bowling league. And I think the people that are like closest to me and then you saw that it's not a hobby and that I'm working 90 hundred hour weeks and that's not a joke. And it's like any second I had outside of work, like leave the house by five to do your regular job till one, two o'clock. So you could be at the school till 10 o'clock drive home, maybe do a couple extra things in bed by midnight, do it all again. Oh, PS all day, Saturday, all day, Sunday too. And like, I think for you to see it there and like goals and dreams that I have that I've shared with you and people closest to me know, like, it's just going to make it easier, you know, like for you to experience it all. And, and I think for it to not be a good year too helped because both I think helped you and me realistically because there was times like the second to last coaches meeting before the Ironwood game or maybe it was one before and I just felt like what are we doing you know and I'm sure people listen but I I just felt like we're all just we're in a tough spot and we're all just racking our brains around you know just like I felt like as a staff, we're literally just hitting our heads on the wall trying to figure out something to just win a game. Sorry, And it just, I just came home and then I think what we went to the farmer's market and it sucked. Then we just drove around for a little bit and I was like, I just need to be with you and do nothing other than football. And I think, not that I, this is going to sound like, oh, that's when I knew, but like that was like the final, like, that's when I knew, like, you know what I mean? Like that was the, like, no doubt about it. Like 100%. And I think it's also different because I've seen people that I truly love and care about lose relationship because of the game. And I've told you a million times that if we're going to do it, it's just good wives and ex-wives. I know that people laugh, but I've seen it with my own eyes. I've been in weddings of people, and they know who they're I'm talking about, but I'm not going to put their shit on blast, right? You know, um, but it's the truth. It's a, it's it's just an obsession, and I think that it's it's a good thing for people to love what they do. But it's I just was so happy that you just accepted it in. I mean, you put the fucking dub C on everything. You made a cup and you made, like you said, my shirts every week. I could leave the house at four o'clock in the morning on Friday and get to practice with a shirt of my slogan for the week and all that stuff. And it just made it so easy to know, like, yeah, you know, that that's, it's good. And it's, you know, Shout out Jimbo Fisher for getting fired so I could show you what I mean when I told you we just got to find a job big enough we can get fired from. Um, but, you know, I think it's it's just 
it feels so good to have somebody that is invested as me as I am. And I think that all of my friends that have found that person and have told me that, that you'll know, I just obviously I'd never felt that. And now I do. And so I thank you. So that's, that's that. Sorry, I cannot stop crying. I've been crying this whole time. <laughs> um, sh I feel like we should answer probably some of the big questions that people have or are going to have. I feel like the number one question is where? Mm -hmm. Where is the wedding going to be? We're going to have it in Arizona because that's our home. Um. It's also a fun place to come and visit. It's going to be cold for your people and my people. So why wouldn't everyone come where it's warm and the weather will be nice? We don't have what? You want to say one of my closest friends said not during harvest season. I text back. Yeah, no shit. That's football season. Um, Funny because I had a client at dry bar ask me like, oh, when are you guys thinking? And I said, it'll probably have to be spring because... You know, I, I said, oh, definitely in the spring, we can't do a fall wedding. She's like, well, why can't you do a fall wedding? And I said, well, because of football. She's like, oh, my gosh. And I said, well, it's his job. Like, can't plan a wedding when he's got to coach a football game. So, like, that doesn't bother me. Um, I've always seen myself as a spring anyway. Spring is my favorite season here. And it's just, like, fun. And it's, you know, a symbol symbolization of, like, newness and growth and, like, new stuff. So, I think that's fun. So spring 2025 in Arizona. Um, oh, you said already, because I know a lot of people are wondering what my stone is. That's like question number two. My stone is a salt and pepper diamond on a rose gold band. Not too rose gold. It's not pink. It's beautiful. It's the perfect gold. Um, he did such a good job. I've dropped about a million and one hints and it's, I can't stop looking at it. It's literally perfect. Um, cause if you know me, I don't like having the same shit as someone else. I didn't want your typical Scottsdale emerald cut, crazy, large look fake kind of ring. So perfect. It's beautiful. Can't stop looking at it. Um, what other big questions have we there been anything else? I ain't got no questions. No. I've told everybody open bar on Captain <laughs> Diets and Bush Lights. <laughs> That's what I've told yeah. everybody. Um, no, I think those are big. I do because I mean, like, especially hanging out with Ty all weekend. Uh, he's super excited, but he's been really the only person around us the whole time, right? Like, uh, first quick. quick shout out to Ty because truly. We wouldn't be here without Ty. Yeah. So shout out Ty. For sure. And so, um, but he was just, you know, he said that his, I think Pam asked, oh no. So I had sent, I guess, backtracking the storyline. When your ring came, when it first came, first off, I had none of the lights on the house. And I think every man who buys an engagement ring, whatever your budget is, it seems like a lot of money, no matter what it is. I mean, 
and I'm not, not it, it's definitely not the most expensive ring of all time, but I was like, fuck me running. I'm going to do this. All right, here we go. And then it just seemed when it got here, I was like, so disappointed. I was like, that's it. Like, when does it grow bigger? Um, Cause that, I just felt like it, when I opened it here, cause I had to pick it up at the FedEx office. I had him hold it. And so I was like, it just felt so small and it just, it was so light. And I was like, what is, I didn't know what I expected because the only ring I have is right there, a national championship ring and it's heavy and it's big and sparkly. It's just so different from, from yours. And it's just, um, yeah, I don't know. It just was to, to hold that. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so small. And, um, <laughs> I just was a little sad, and then I put it away for a couple, I don't know, a couple days, a couple weeks, and then I took it out, and I polished it up, and I tur- had all the lights on then. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. This is, and Jeff fucking loved it. He was, when I said, so I sent the same picture to everybody. I said, y'all ready to party soon? And, um, yeah, I think everybody's just up, but. Um, I don't know. I just was excited about it, and then oh, sorry, don't touch it. I'll touch it if I if I please. <laughs> um, but no, it. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that when I started talking about your ring, but oh, I was disappointed. But then you saw it, and you were just about how perfect it is, and you're like, this thing is huge. You're like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, it is? Okay, cool. Um, because you're like, it looks, it's so big. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, no, yeah. It's a really big diamond. So, no, I just was excited and happy about it, I guess. It was, it's cool. It was a blind shot in the dark. Blind investment, I guess. Paid off. Paid off. What do you think? I mean, you said it. I love it. I'm super excited for my band, too. But I know that I just, not that this is my show, but, and I'm not going to try not to, try not to cry. Um, I felt so loved. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I felt so loved by all of the sweet messages that everyone sent. And not that I didn't expect them, but it's just, it felt so good to not feel just loved, obviously, by you, but how genuinely excited everyone was and phone calls and FaceTimes and text messages and, you know, everyone's like, when are you going to post on Instagram so we can share and and post and everyone asking questions about when and where and how and what are we going to do and it's it's just so exciting and i don't feel the least bit stressed because i know that we're going to have so much fun and everyone that comes is just it's going to be a freaking blast it's going to be the party of the century and 
it's just, it feels really good to have had all these people listen to what, this is my fourth or fifth time to kind of hear it evolve. So I'm excited. Um, and I'm thankful for everybody too. That's sweet, Don. Um, no, it's going to be a good time. I'm pretty cool, I guess. I got some sweet friends. Don't act like you weren't just teary-eyed <laughs> as fuck just then. <laughs> no, um, no, it has been fun. I am super grateful, but I'm also, I feel like now more than ever, I have been, I feel like me being so super selective and I don't publicize it. I say all the time, I only surround myself with the people that I feel are truly the greatest. Um, I truly didn't feel that, I guess, until this week. Not that I felt any different, but like just how excited everybody was. I don't feel like there was, when I sent a picture of us to people, um, unfortunately, it's the only one we have a video of, but like Deb Heinrich's reaction was so great um, because she was at Jeff's and um, Jeff had just sent a picture of Deb at the house. And I said, Jeff, watch this. And I sent the picture and she freaked out, but that it's just because it was the only one that we truly had a reaction of. And like your mom, she said like, I already got my tears out Tawny when he asked me, you know? So, but I think like I've just worked it sounds shitty and selfish, but I've worked really hard to only surround myself with people that I know will add true value to my life in proactive ways. Like I, people that I know genuinely believe in me or think highly of me. And I, I felt that a lot when I moved here and you do things. And I think it's, you know, I know Farmington's a small town, but I think you saw it really for the first time because I this year was the first year I took you to Fairmont and all the people that you had no idea who they were coming up to me and was like oh my god I mean taking pictures with people at the channel right because they love the pod and just oh I gotta tell so and so I saw you we listen to your podcast all the time and so excited like I love that shit and I don't do it for like an ego or anything but I think I've made it known on the pod for a million reasons and a million times is that I think every time in any fact, I'm not saying that you can't live a good life living in Martin County. Cause I know plenty of the best people in the world that have, have made me who I am that are, but uh, you got to gamble on you. And uh, what's that Charlie Crockett song? Sometimes you got to go, whole long way away from home to make something of yourself. I just knew I had to. And some of my best friends have told me that, um, how happy they are. And I think it just shows today and this week, you know, of it. Um, it just, everything that I thought I was, I wasn't till now. So that's this. Easiest way I can say it without crying again. I've told you how I feel. Um, it just, uh, I'm excited. Um, yeah, it's just going to be fun. It's going to be a fun 
next little chapter in our story. And um, I think it's just crazy to think about every year. You know, I told you, we, every year we go back to my home, we're in a better spot than we were the year before. I hope that everybody is. I hope that you're listening to this and you take your next big chance because truthfully, that is the thing that gets us both going. We just got a message this week from somebody that I've known for a long time and care deeply about and love a lot their family. And um, she sent a message and it was like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but you're the reason I quit my job and took a new one. And it's a high stretch situation. And then we got pregnant again. And it was like, and it was like, that's because of you and your podcast. Like, fuck me. That's not, that's not why I did this. I did this because I had a hole in my heart needed to find something. And then it led me to do back to what I do best and what I love. Um, but I just think it, you just keep, I think if you do everything with the right intention, I think it's kind of off of what we're talking about, what we're doing today, but you keep me on that path. I just think if you do everything with the right intention, you'll just never, you know, not self-centered, but centered around the right people and people in general and growing people, all those things will always work out and be great. And we've seen some shit in a couple years. Let me tell you, we could been 57 and a half minutes into this thing. We can tell you all the ups and downs and I know everybody's got them. I know that, you know, not everybody puts their life out to the world like we do. And I think this is, again, a reason why, you know, why I do this. We'll have this one forever. And someday our kids will listen back to this one, to the engagement episode. <laughs> um, but it's just, uh, just a crazy, crazy life. And, um, yeah, I think now back, I mean, I don't know, Tom, I just think on everything and all the shit we've been through and fuck. I remember thinking about when we lost to Westview, I was like, well, I'm probably getting fired. <laughs> we can't score a touchdown. <laughs> and here we are, you know, first OC in six years to get to come back to Willow. All that stuff is, you know, it's. I know that there's somebody out there listening to this that is, I don't know, doesn't have somebody or single, and I hope you find that person because it truly just changes, yeah, a little bit. Or a lot of it, I guess. Not a little bit, but it's just nice to have somebody to have, to share all these things with. Um, did a lot of things by myself, and good and bad and great memories, whatever, but... um excited to excited to do it all with you so I love you got anything else to wrap this bad boy up oh cause I can't stop crying <laughs> I'm so glad this is not a video recorded pod because I am a mess it's exciting and it's the future is bright for a lot of different reasons. 
I'm thankful for you, and I'm glad you picked me. Me too. Good choice I done did made. Um, appreciate you all for listening. Um, boy, it's so crazy to think about the hour of a story of our love and life we just shared on a pod for the world. Uh, appreciate all the new listeners. Um, you know, people come in all the time and continue to support us. And I know that this is um, kind of caught fire around our football community at Willow. Um, and I think, you know, it does allow people to see me for me. I think that's good. You know, get a little more personal taste of me and this, our story just really, you know, encompasses it. And, um, yeah, I'm just excited. So, um, I hope, I hope to have a special guest for 84 for the last one at Pod Populi. Going to work hard on getting that done. Um, if not, you'll have somebody else, but there is a special guest that I would love to have for the last one at Pod Populi because um, just would be good and ironic for for all of it. But um, I appreciate you all for listening. As I think back on, I mean, 84 episodes is almost a year and a half. Or this is 83, I know, but um, just crazy to share life with you and how this has just become a thing that I do, and I wouldn't change it. And um, Like I said, there might be a snafu in us trying to figure out how to do it from home. We might be a couple days behind, but uh, I hope that you continue to find value in this, and that's all I've ever wanted to do is... Uh, just bring people to your life that <clears throat> add value or perspective or whatever, or help you take on tough things. Um, you know, I have a lot of favorite episodes as we go through. And um, I think, you know, one I always look back to is like Brad Bigler's story and being able to share his and talk to him. Um, and it just is, Crazy to sit here and think about all the times where didn't want to go record a podcast or whatever, and here we are sharing sharing our engagement story for the world, Todd. So um, appreciate you pushing me, and appreciate you all for listening weekly and supporting and sharing. And I hope that you uh, hope that you go gamble, not necessarily financially, but take a risk. Or go financially, because everybody knows I'm a gambler. Whatever. It is what it is. Um, but just just take the risk, because it'll, it'll work out. I promise. Um, it's going to work out exactly how it's supposed to. And if it didn't work out how you wanted it to, trust me, it was supposed to work out like that. Uh, as I aforementioned, all the girls that I thought broke my heart, and here I am sitting with my fiancé. Recording a podcast from our home in Scottsdale, Arizona. Who would have thought where most people love to vacation and we live. I just, uh, life is crazy. <clears throat> Accept it for what it is. Your current situation is not your story. Just keep going. Got any other words of advice, Tom Bond? Well, 
Appreciate y'all. Love you all. Be a friend, tell a friend. Yeah, you want to? Yeah. Everyone, like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again, rate five stars. Be good, everybody. Guys, it's only green the way you want it. Mm, guys, it's only green.